Well, what day is it, sir? Uh, let's see. Is it Tuesday? No. I'm a little off track because I was off Monday. Is it? Is it Thursday? No. You're getting warmer, though. You're heading in the right direction. I think it might be Friday. Friday! <laughs> Friday! Red Friday. Remember everyone deployed Friday. Especially this weekend, yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. It's a three another three-day weekend. Yeah. Uh, for me, actually. It's my second in a row. Pretty cool, huh? I, I, my, and it's going to be like a month since I've worked a full week. <laughs> by the time we get through all this, man. <laughs> You've got more coming up? Uh, no, no, just because no. uh, you know, it's four-day week this week, four-day week next week, you know. How's that um, feel? I think it's great. Yeah. It's cool. It's like the I'm old the USA- teachers, man. Yeah. <laughs> USAA used to do that. What's that? Four-day work week. Four-day work week, Every, right. Everybody had Fridays off at USAA. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. They went broke. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> no, they're not broke. I'm kidding. How are you? I'm good. It's Friday. I can't What's be bad. N- new and exciting? Not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> Everything is the That's same. That's the show. Man. We're yeah. done. We're done. We can go home now. Well, the news is kind of, it's not a rip-snorting day in the new, in the, in the uh, news nope. cycle today. Not Certainly today. Certainly not. It's a lot of political stuff. Well, yeah, and that happens a lot during uh, the, the summer. It gets yeah. kind of quieted down. Yeah. This summer we'll have the added you know, of, of the presidential primary season. Oh, yeah. Going on. That's going to be fun. So we'll have stuff to talk about. But right. for the most part, things really do cool off during the summer. Oh, yeah. You know, news-wise, yeah. the yeah. news cycle tamps well, because unless, all it, the... unless it's a BLM summer of burning everything <laughs> down. <laughs> then they're quite active. <laughs> But for the people who are represent leadership of this country, boy, they take it easy in the summer, man. Sure do. You think teachers take it easy? They take it real easy, man. Yeah. Biden's already in Rehoboth, right? Isn't he? Yeah, he's going. I think uh, Camp David this weekend. No, oh, okay. Yeah. The problem with that is, see, he keeps screaming about this uh, debt ceiling oh, thing. Oh, God! And every time <laughs> he keeps leaving town. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem to be all that big on having, like, meetings and stuff about no. that. I guess McCarthy's saying he, he was trying to get a hold of them or get a meeting together for a long time. It's because they don't care. It <laughs> took. They, they, it they took, just want to borrow more money. That's all it is. Yeah, more sure. of your money. Sure. It took 14 weeks for them to even, uh, for, for Joe Biden. The, the, the Republicans already had the thing passed. Right. They were ready to introduce it, get, right. it, to, the, get it to the president. And they just needed the president to come to a stinking meeting. It took 14 weeks before he finally met with them in the Oval <laughs> Office. And then he went to Japan. Right. And he came back this week and did a bunch of nonsensical, stupid stuff at the White House. Didn't right. Do nothing that made any sense. And then he left again to go to Camp David for the long weekend. So, right. I don't know. It's just an unserious guy. He's just not real. He's just not even there, I don't think, at this point. You know? I mean, uh, I... And I, I, you know, I'm. We, we've been talking about this all week with the, the DeSantis thing, you know, and what, how we think this thing's going to shake out. I, I, I don't know, man. He, he, he is a cadaver. He is an empty suit. He's obviously in some kind of decline, and I think he's probably going to be the next president of the United States once again, at least for a, a little while. You know, that's that's what's frustrating about this is the Republicans should handily, easily beat. Yes, this guy. shouldn't even be. Well, something here I had a couple of seconds ago. Oh. CNN is calling this horrible news, right? It's hor- oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you want to do it? No, you go ahead. You uh, go ahead. Jake Tapper <laughs> says this is horrible news. This is just horrible news. <laughs> but uh, this is disaster. Uh, 66% of Americans say that Joe Biden is a disaster for the country. His win was a disaster, and he is a setback for the, for the country. His approval rating is at 35%. 35%. So what I'm taking away from this number and the fact that now now CNN is calling him a disaster, that these numbers are disastrous numbers, this is why, number one, you're seeing Hillary now. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know she's never going to be president, but I'm telling you, this is why she's now appearing again. And secondly, their choice for president for their, uh, you know, for their primary is not a subtle matter. Everybody thinks it is, and it's going to be Joe that they're running. It's not a settled matter. They, these the Democrats can look at these numbers just like anybody else and realize well, they can't run this guy. Well, isn't that based on you know if Joe Biden wins again, will it be good for the country? And they're like, no. Right. And it's sixty six percent across the board. You're not just talking Republicans. You're not just talking conservatives with That's that right. kind of number. That's right. Which is why he said what he said. So I I have no idea. I mean, I, I, I'm sure they got stuff going on behind the scenes. I'm sure they got a plan B of some kind. They probably got a plan C and D. 
why is Hillary Clinton so vocal all of a sudden? I I don't know. Are they, are they setting her up? Do they honestly think that'd be a good play? I don't know. They could pull anything out of their butts. They're capable of anything. My fear is what they do to Trump to keep him or whoever it ends up being, uh, uh, how they keep that person from winning. Because that's really the game. The game is keeping that person from winning. And if it's Biden, they got to you know prop him up with a stick for a few months before they shuffle him off uh, with Kamala or whatever the hell they do, or whoever, if they come up with somebody. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I just know something's going on, and buckle your seatbelts, man, because they're gonna, they, we, they've already proven themselves capable of doing anything if it helps them politically, right? Yeah, absolutely. We know that. Absolutely. We know the border crisis, which mm-hmm. is a, now a full-blown humanitarian crisis. The only purpose for that is political. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they went after Donald Trump uh, unrelentingly from the moment he, he announced to the moment he left office, and even now they're still going after him. Uh, this is what they do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I believe, I think you and I both believe, they use COVID to, to cheat the election. Mm-hmm. So what are they not capable of? What, 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 oh, do they have a line they won't cross? No. So anything's possible, baby. <laughs> I was looking for the story. That's why I was digging through all my stuff a second ago because this fits right into all of that. Uh, I, I started telling you last week that they're going to arrest Trump, indict him, arrest him, and sure. try to put him in jail. Yeah. That, they I really believe it, yeah. Because that's the only way they're going to be able to remove him from the scene. You right. Know? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't ride around in, in open-air cars anymore. They stopped that <laughs> in the 60s. So the only way the deep state... Trump avoids all grassy no- <laughs> knolls. Right. You know, he's That's not around right. any uh, patches not of lawn. not going to Dealey Plaza anytime soon. <laughs> Near the highway, so right. the deep state can't... You know, the only way they're going to do this is lock him up in jail, yeah. right? And so, another leak from the Department of Justice. Mm. According to the latest leak through the Washington Post, special counsel Jack Smith's prosecutors have evidence that Trump is indeed keeping the classified documents in his office, and he's been showing them to people. Mm. So the Post is claiming that his Mar-a-Lago workers moved the boxes of documents. This is from the Washington Post. They moved them around a day before the Justice Department. The FBI agents raided Mar-a-Lago that they got the word, they got the wind, that these guys were coming, and so they moved the boxes to kind of hide them. But here's the leak, you know. And, and By the way, there's been no leaks about Joe's, you know, exposing these his well, documents to his son. Well, we know that he concealed stuff. It's, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not a mystery. It's not conjecture. Right. We know that Biden did this. So this leak uh, is to say that, you know, Donald Trump was not only sitting on these documents, but he was freely showing them to people. Right. Hey, look, I've got the new codes right here. Oh, right? come on. And, uh, how would you like to see what's going on in, uh, in Russia? I have the oh, Russia. You know, that kind of stuff. And so th- this is all building their case, you know, their public case, number one, against Donald Trump. Look what he did on January 6th. Look mm. how horrible this is. Look what he did with Stormy Daniels. He doesn't like women. He grabs them by the hoo-hahs. <laughs> and then over here, you've got, uh, oh, he's, he's showing classified documents right, you don't to have people. To, it doesn't have to be true. You don't have to have no. any evidence. You no. can just claim it. You can Correct. just cite the, the WAPO Once uh, it's article. Out there. That's it. Once it's out there. And they know that, and he knows it, okay. which is why I know he's, this is not there's no truth. It that would be so. I mean, a lot of people talk about his big fat ego, and certainly he has a big fat ego. But he's also smart. He's smart like a fox. That guy's not gonna. When they just had a raid on his plate, he's not gonna be showing papers around to people. And, and even before that, when he had the agreement with them that you can come by anytime and take this stuff, he did that to cover his own ass. Right. The last thing he's gonna do is keep some aside and start showing them around. Well, come on, man. And, and so I I file that away with. Uh, hookers peeing on him <laughs> yeah oh, i, I mean, do oh well, I, I do, do. What? it is it is the same I thing do too. This, is, this is them saying just like the hookers peeing on him in <laughs> moscow this is the same thing as that is look how awful this guy is yeah. he lets hookers pee on him yeah. and he shows off classified shows documents, off classified documents. So, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but all they're trying to do is work their way closer and closer tainting a jury pool yes and a grand jury because yes. what they want to do is they want to take this quote evidence to the grand jury they want to indict him and they want to put him in jail this is banana republic stuff baby. yes it is this is banana we're, we're not republic. becoming one no we're it we've we been, are we've already it. there yeah. man and we've been it longer than people realize probably yeah. a decade or longer we have right. been a banana republic where the deep state controls the politics of the united states right so i think joe biden's going to be the next president of the united states Very and uh you know not that he'll serve out his full term 
and I'm not trying to depress people, but you know the the machinations behind the scenes. We 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 know enough now. If, I say it all the time. If Trump did one thing, yeah. he put a light, a big shiny light, yeah. on the deep state, on the swamp, and we all, if you're paying attention, if you care. You know it's there. You know it's going on. I think what's likely to happen, if Joe Biden lives, and you know, there's questions about his health at this point, look at him, right? Oh, God. So yeah. if he continues and he runs again, and I think he is, then he'll win because the deep state will massage it, and he'll serve for two years. And, and the reason for that is when he steps out after two years, then his vice president, and it's not a foregone conclusion that's going to be uh, Kamala, uh, right, right. because she's deeply unpopular even oh, with Democrats. She's, more, she's so, more unpopular than that, he is. That's right. If that's possible. With Democrats. With Democrats. So if he steps out after two years, then that vice president Hillary can step in after that two years and serve for maybe 10, because that mm, person right. can serve out the rest of that two years and then run for eight more. So well, that's 10 years. Look at what happened in four. So if you imagine they had oh. the power base for oh, 10 we're done years. If that happens. This country is going bye-bye. We're done. This country's already going bye-bye. And happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Quick party on. More Ware and Rima coming up, KTSA. Upgrade your home comfort with a carrier air. 22 now with Ware and Rima, KTSA. I just want to uh, just keep it ser- not well serious, I guess, for a few more minutes. Sure. Um, I, 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 you were just talking about the guy who had his feet up on the desk, on Pelosi's desk. And how, how, much, how much did he get? Four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. You got this guy, uh, Stuart Rhodes, who's the uh, guy who created or uh, uh, with the Oath Keepers. He's the guy that started all that back in 2009. Uh, he has been convicted of sedition. He got 18 years. They wanted 25. Uh, the judge, this is to me, this is chilling, okay, because the guy wasn't there, right? Uh, there was a lot of rhetoric, I imagine. They were wearing fatigues, and they were, they were talking about weapons, caches uh, outside the city, uh, outside D.C., blah, blah, blah. But he wasn't actually there. But the judge said, uh, you present an ongoing threat to this country. Uh, and then went on to say, you are smart. And this is the part that got me. You are smart, charismatic, and compelling. And frankly, that's what makes you dangerous. Um, and he, he, uh, he's, he, when they convicted, when the, when they handed down the sentence, all he said was my only crime is opposing those destroying our country. Um, the January 6th thing, I think we're all pretty much, if you're paying attention, aren't we all pretty much convinced that, uh, that was aided and abetted by the U S government by folks within the FBI. I mean, that's Started my opinion. Yeah. The, I mean, the, I, I really do. Did it. There, there, uh, Tucker Carlson, I think that's. The, was the beginning of the end for him. Cost of his uh, job. Yeah, I mean, he started showing this video where these guys are being led around by Capitol Police. They outright lied about it for, for a while, for a long time, saying that cops were killed and all that business, even though the only person that was killed was not a cop, was killed by a cop, who, uh, by the way, has not faced any charges. Uh, we have another person who ran another uh, wing of the Oath Keepers. I think she got 12 years or something like that. If, if the argument for sedition uh, is an ongoing, you present an ongoing threat to the country, couldn't we say that our own president and this administration and the Democrats in general are that? Mm-hmm. They are that. Mm-hmm. They are that every single day. Not to mention we have actual terrorist groups. Because I, I don't know much about the Oath Keepers. They, they came around uh, the time that I moved to Texas. I remember them in the early days as being more about hey, if you make an oath or you've got to be good to your word, if you're a dad, if you're a parent, you know, you got to raise those kids, you got to keep your word If you're to your spouse and, you know, to all that stuff. I mean, I, I, I get it that people consider them militant or what have you. But what's interesting is that within hours after this conviction, if you look up Oath Keepers anywhere, okay, Wikipedia, any of the usual sites that are kind of quick reference, let me read a few things about this. To a site, it's all they are convicted militia people. The word conviction, and that people have been convicted for being domestic terrorists and uh, seditionists is there. It's already there in the top line of any source you look at. This is all about, again, as you and I said on January 6th when we were texting each other, this is their end. This is what they're going to use now to uh, characterize anybody who is against them politically as being a domestic threat, and they're still doing it. 12 years. Mm -hmm. 
12 years to a dude who wasn't even freaking there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and meanwhile, the guy who actually shot somebody and killed her who was unarmed, not a single charge mm-hmm. from the anti-cop people. You know, it, it, the whole thing stinks. We, we talk about losing the country. I, I think if there's something that shocks me or surprises me at all, it's not what they do. It's the scope of it. It's how deep the swamp really goes. And, and again, if they'll send this guy to jail for 12 years, uh, what will they do to you and me? What will they do to somebody just going to work every day who maybe logs on to a couple of websites they don't like or likes a post online that they don't think is uh, appropriate or in line with the orthodoxy? You know, it's spooky stuff. It really is. And, and when I heard that, you are smart, charismatic, and compelling, and that makes you dangerous. What was he convicted of? Sedition. Uh, of of but, basically creating January 6th and encouraging people to go out there and do violence. Hmm. That's what he was convicted of. Wow. Yep. And he got 12. He, they wanted 25. Yeah. And uh, his, his lawyer was successfully able to argue that, well, he wasn't there. Yeah. So the case was purely on whatever he posted and whatever communications he had prior to that. Well, none of that could uh, conceivably be illegal because you have a First Amendment right yes. to say basically anything you want to say. Yes, you do. And uh, being charismatic and all those things that you just cited that the judge said about him, none of that's illegal. You know? <laughs> no. We've got charismatic people everywhere. No. As far as the president being uh, a lawbreaker, I tell you what, we'll, we'll do a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, where in Rhyme at KTSA. How long does it take to tackle a home project? Ah. Uh, dun, 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 dun. You're welcome. The song has been stuck in my head I know. all morning. He came, uh, he came in and he said he's crazy about this song being what? stuck in his head. I yeah. can't get it. Because you do every day. Every day you have a song stuck yes. in your head. Every day it's different, but well, every day I, you have a song. Stuck. My friends gave me a new Selena CD. I'm a big Selena fan. She yeah. does a version of this. It's yeah. just amazing. It's but good. it's been caught in my freaking head for the past two days. Mm-hmm. And then you just reinforced it. I'm sorry. Dun, 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 sorry, dun, not dun, sorry. I wanted you to have it for the whole weekend. <laughs> it's going to be an extra long weekend. So, hey, uh, Jimmy, make sure that every third bumper no. is that one so that he's got some power to live on. I'll for fire weekend. off an email, pal. <laughs> yeah, but what about Love Roller Coaster? He loves that one, too. Love Roller? No! Not that one. No! Hit it. And then the no! Michael Roll Jackson. No! All the Michael Jackson oh, you know songs. What? Okay. Okay. I can handle anything <laughs> but Michael Stinkin' Jackson. I don't like Michael Jackson. Why? What's the problem with I thought Mike? his music was exhausting. Why? I thought it was childish. And he always sounded like he was constipated. That guy just couldn't <laughs> sing a song. As, yeah! I mean, it's just, it sounds like he's having a colon issue. You know, I, it's exhausting. I love Apart from the fact him. that he likes little boys, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's exhausting to listen to Michael Jackson because he just can't sing like a Karen Carpenter could song. Could you roller skate, Sean? Could you roller skate? With one foot. Okay, so I couldn't you, do you the could... tandem thing. Oh, okay. I was like, on a, I was on a skateboard. I was wondering if you were mad because you couldn't dance to Michael on the skate rink. I, I fully admit that I can't dance at all on or off the skate rink. Okay, I'm just saying, Michael Jackson is exhausting to listen to, <laughs> and the lyrics are insipid, and uh, it's just not worth it. Okay. <laughs> were there ever? Although, yeah. well, I did hear Chris Cornell do a version of Billie Jean once that was just a, uh, you know, amazing. It was. Have you heard that? Yeah, it's just him with the guitar doing Billie Jean really slow, and it's it's great. But beyond that, no Michael Jackson for me. <laughs> so play Funky Town all you want to today. I don't care. As long as you don't get that Michael Jackson creep in my head. Hey, Make these... sure you play that White Snake song he likes so much. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Is the Selena song funky enough for us to put in on Funky Friday? Uh, probably, yeah. It's a live yeah. version, yeah. yeah. It's, but it's part of a medley, so I don't know how you cue that up. Oh. Because she, she does a whole bunch. She does Dancing Queen. and <laughs> It's like a 70s medley, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love wow. Selena. Anyway. Yes. So. Yes. What go ahead. Oh, what me? You, what you got? <laughs> gay Samurai. How about we go with Gay Samurai? Right. Uh, we have a uh, famed director, a Japanese director, Takeshi Kitano. Okay who hasn't made a movie uh, in about 10 years. He's very popular, made a lot of uh, historic samurai-esque, uh, kind of Kurosawa-type stuff, you know, the, uh, which uh, with The Magnificent Seven, I think, was based on. That kind of guy. And, and he's come back, and he premiered a movie uh, at Cannes, at the Cannes Film Festival, 
that involves, yes, uh, a bunch of samurai warriors who are out on a a quest, on a mission uh, for their country. And uh, two of them are in love. And it's kind of the Brokeback Mountain of freaking samurai. Got it. Do we really need gay samurai? Does everything have to be gay? Yeah. Even samurai? Are you telling me that samurai were sitting around at some point when they're off the battlefield listening to Barry Manilow songs, uh-huh. you know, and eating finger foods? Uh-huh. Come on, man. Uh-huh. Gay samurai. Is that a samurai sword? Or Yeah, no, forget it. <laughs> Are you just happy to see me? <laughs> anyway. No. We well, don't... they do wear funny dresses. We don't... I'm just, you know, I just, does everything have to be gay? Does even samurai have you, to be gay? You know what I'm waiting for? This is the one I want to see. What? I and I will pay money to see the sumo wrestler gay broke back. Oh, the sumo yeah, wrestler. No. Oh, the the butt sweat. No, I don't want to see that. <laughs> That's no. the one I want to see. You ever watch uh you ever watch uh, sumo wrestling and you can actually just smell the BO, you know what I mean? It just kind of <laughs> comes through the TV. Just thinking. So anyway, gay samurai, you know, we just got to be inclusive everywhere, man. Well, of course. Everybody's got to do it everywhere. You, I mean, know, you know, that's the uh, thing right now. Uh, it, how much you want to bet at some point they just start taking old actors and old movies and just doing the old, whole AI thing on them and making them like a gay version? I know you don't. Uh, do, you, do you remember Justine Bateman? Yes, of she course. She was yeah. uh, Mallory mm-hmm. on that show with, yeah. uh, with or, okay. She was Jason Bateman's uh, mm-hmm. sister. Yeah. Did you see her comments yesterday? No. She's a, a director now. Right. And she says, stop the AI right now. <laughs> totally and completely stop it. Uh, Hollywood needs to build a wall around Hollywood, you know. Right, right. Metaphorically speaking. Yes. And not allow AI to be used in movies and entertainment because it, it, they're already doing it, and it is already replacing humans. Mm. And humans are becoming less and less important in the everyday operations of, of Hollywood, whether it's the actors or whether it's the editors or the sound people or whatever, AI has gotten so good now, according to a director that she does it all the time. She directs movies all the time and TV shows. This stuff is so far beyond what anybody has ever yeah. dreamed of. You better stop it now or Hollywood will not have one person working as an actor, actress, or anything well, else. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to put a lot of people out of work. I mean, you could see that in the recording uh, industry as well. Uh, uh, you know, uh, anything that's a creative endeavor, uh, to a certain extent, can be completely faked by, by AI. And you're not, you're not going to be able to tell the difference. And, yeah, the, 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 one of the things that will happen is a lot of people in those industries will, will be out of a gig. But we also lose... Our soul, uh, as far as uh, our our creative output, as far as art. I mean, I my the thing that sends a chill down my spine. I actually had a, a kind of a tense conversation with my former brother-in-law, my daughter's uncle, over the weekend because he's a science guy, he's an engineer, uh, and uh, he thinks very scientifically. And he was saying, "Well, you know what? If if it writes a better novel, if it makes a better movie, and nobody can tell, what does it matter?" Okay, and and I'm and I got it. I, I said it, it matters because you if you lose the human the humanity in art, you lose the purpose of art. It's a fingerprint on history. This is who we were in and of our time. You take and human experience is vital to that. And yes, you probably will read novels that will read like a great novel, and you'll never know an AI a, a freaking toaster oven wrote it. But the loss, what we lose beyond just the jobs and the economics of it is we lose the purpose of art, really, in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> the problem with that is, you are correct, the problem with that is people don't care, right? No, a lot of people don't. Um, yesterday I talked a lot about the uh, that, that group known as the Wrecking Crew, all those great musicians who did, oh, yeah, yeah. The set guy, yeah. <laughs> did all those great songs, right. songs that people were grooving to on the radio in the 60s and 70s and 80s and thought they were listening to such and such band the Beach Boys is a prime example, or right. such and such artists, and they really weren't. They were not listening to those guys. They were listening to right. this group of musicians who sat in a studio for nine hours a day right. and turned out hit after hit, and then they would form the group after the hit was made to go out on the road to be the pu- public face of the song or the public face of the album. And... Uh, as Don rightly pointed out yesterday, you know Dick Clark didn't even know the difference. He had he thought the bands that were on American Bandstand they were the ones who cut right, the record. Right. They were they cut the record. No, right. they were not. And Dick Clark didn't know the difference. And here's the thing, they didn't care. And Dick Clark even said, 
as I talk to people about this, they don't care. The song's groovy. You know, it's it's got a right. beat. I can dance to it. So the consuming public, they didn't even care about all the artistic stuff. They didn't care that when they listened to a guitar solo, it really wasn't the guy they saw on the road doing right. it. It was the dude in the studio who right. did it. That's what but, but at they least there's still human beings in the mix. No, I, I agree you with know, you. Yeah, yeah, We're I know, on the same I page. But you're right. The consuming public, if it's a catchy tune, they're not going to give a crap. If it's a movie with, where a lot of crap blows up, yeah, they're not going to give Think a crap. Think about it. You're if, right. If I mean, they I go, agree. If they take a book <clears throat> that's got James Patterson's name on the front of it, and they lay by the pool, and they read that book just for mindless entertainment right. while laying next to the pool, they really don't care that James Patterson didn't write it. As long as it's mindless entertainment but, while they're laying next I, to the pool. And I agree. Yeah. And at the end of that road, though, lies complete artificial art, basically. And, Correct. And there, I forget who, the, who, who, who said this originally. I can't remember if it was an author or who. But it was about reading. Uh, and why do people read? Uh, why, at the heart of it, why do we read? And, and I can expand this to why do you look at a great painting? Why do you listen to a great piece of music? Why do you look at a great piece of sculpture, or see some dance or a play? Why do, we, why do human beings make art, and why do we look at it? Why do we consume it? To not feel alone. Right. And if you have toaster ovens making everything, and a human being does, you know what? You're more alone then than you ever have been in your entire but existence. You're, you are correct, but the problem is people won't care. No, they won't. They won't care about that. No, because here's, here's the deal. Right? Here's, here's the danger of all this. The, it all boils down to this, Sean, and this is, this is going to be the real danger. You lay down a book that was written by AI, and you lay down a book that was written by a human being. The time is going to come when the AI book is better than the one written by the human being, and people are going to choose the AI book because it's better. We already know they will. we already know that because, like in the example of McDonald's, McDonald's has been moving forward in this area, and they set up kiosks where people could go in and they could order their meal in a kiosk, or they could go stand with the human being and have human being interaction. Well, the human being stood there very sure. Lonely. People always go with ease. Everybody went to the kiosk. When, when their product, when the product of the AI, whether it's a song or a movie or a book, is better than the human being, then they're going to choose the better product. They, they will. will choose it, and it will hit all the right pleasure centers. It'll hit all the right receptors in your brain. It'll unleash all the right chemicals. You'll feel great. But there's going to come a day when human beings won't know how to write a book, when human beings won't know how to play a guitar, That's when human true. beings won't know how to what to do with a paintbrush. That is true. And if the whole damn thing shuts off or becomes so insipid, there'll be nothing to replace it with because there won't be anybody left well, who can do it. Here's, an, here's a confirmation of what you just said. <coughs> when Auto-Tune came in uh, yeah. years ago, <laughs> right? It's the greatest thing for crappy singers. <laughs> right. Well, let's, let's just pick one right away. Britney Spears cannot carry a tune in your hat. She can't. Right. But because there's such a thing as auto-tune, what they did when they designed Britney Spears was they wanted a Playboy model. Right. Right. That they could dress up in a schoolgirl costume, which is sexy to some guys, apparently. And it didn't really matter if she could sing or not because technically they could turn her into a real good singer. And they do it on the road, too. They use auto-tune on the road. So these people don't really, and, and there's videos out there that are be embarrassing as hell to her because they take the pre-auto-tune feed and put it on Facebook where she can't carry <laughs> yeah, a tune. Yeah, and yeah, then the post, And then the post-auto-tune <laughs> feed, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're right. What's going to happen is you're going to have a bunch of talentless people that don't know how to sing or don't know how to play a guitar or, or drums or whatever, but because AI is going to artificially dress it up, they won't have to know. And then they'll never they won't learn. have to know. No? And then you get a few generations away from that, and there won't be anybody who can do any Correct. of that. That's right. That just won't exist. So if the whole damn thing shuts off, well, there you go. And that's why they're warning us ahead of time. Yeah, I agree. All right, quick break. More Warren Rima coming up right over there at Broadway at 410, just inside the Lupus place called Frontier Burger. How about Frontier Burger for this weekend? You can wheel in there right now and ask for Trey's fave. You know what that is? Well, I, here's what I did. I got with Jim Heislocker, and I said, okay, what, what, what are we going to do here? I, I really love your biscuit breakfast, which is a Pioneer flour mill made in San Antonio biscuit, the lightest, flake, flakiest, and fluffiest one you can imagine. I hate biscuits that are hard as a rock. And then this thing has got the best egg on it you've ever seen, nice and scrambled up, to order for you right then with cheese 
and your choice of bacon and sausage plus hash browns it's only 550 when you ask specifically for trey's fave when you grab a, a frontier when you go into frontier you're going to be treated like a king or a queen uh, nothing is made and sitting on the side over there it's all cooked over open coals inside of their restaurant in fact you'll smell it when you pull up there whether it's breakfast now with a trey's fave lunch a little bit later on with a world famous frontier burger and a shake or whatever it is you're looking for all weekend and every day, it's right there at Frontier Burger at Broadway and Loop 410. If you're going to buy a UTV, there's no better UTV than... <laughs> huh? yes. We were talking about the AI thing off yeah. the air, and like yeah. you like wagon train. I love the old westerns. Saturday yeah. is my day to watch my old westerns. All those dudes knew how to ride horses. They had to. You're, no you're going to have a, a point come where people will know how to I can ride a horse. You yeah. certainly can ride a horse. Yeah. It's going to come a point where people will not ride a damn horse, man. It's going to be a fake horse. CGI that. <laughs> All right, so what day is it today? It is the 26th of May. Oddly, in Texas on a Friday, it's Don't Friday. Uh, don't Friday? Don't fry anything. Oh, Don't Fry Day. It's, this is Texas. It's Memorial Day weekend, baby. There's going to be some frying going on. Oh, every, yeah. <laughs> Chicken fried steak. You know, why do people mm-hmm. on the East Coast, I, I grew up with this ethic, why do they hate frying stuff so much? I, they, I love frying. Why it's do they great. hate good old Texan life? It's it's what the little people do, you yeah. know, the little people fry things, right. you know, so whatever. Right. Fry away, I say. It's national, that's another one of those stoner holidays. Mm. It's National Paper Airplane Day. There you go. It's thrilling. Well, you ever, you if, ever you, if you are airplanes? high and you're throwing it around the room, there you go. You do people... Does anybody under the age of 25 even know how to make a paper airplane uh, at this not. point? You Probably know what I mean? Not. I put little flaps on mine. I'd cut little flaps sure. in the back so you can make it through sure. spins. But you know what's coming? AI's going to make a damn good paper airplane. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be living in the freaking Matrix, man. We're all just going to be in eggs oh, at some point with we little tubes are. coming out of us like Neo. We already are. You know? Let's see. What else? It's World Dracula Day. That sucks. <laughs> Get it? Uh, uh, World a, Dracula what a, Day. What a great novel. What a great you know, that, novel. That people don't realize what a groundbreaking novel that <laughs> oh, was for its time. And you, know, you know why? Unbelievable. It was written from the st- in, in letter form. It was written in journal form. Yeah. So every character would get a chapter where you're getting it, the story, from their letters, from their perspective. Nobody had really done that before. Great. Great job. Great novel. Scary as hell, actually. Uh, It's World Redhead Day. Okay. Yeah, I know you don't like them. (laughs) I didn't say that. You don't like gingers at all. I didn't say I don't like gingers. I just don't date them. Well, you you, you, (laughs) did you... Okay, I have to ask you. Did, mm-hmm. did you used to date one and she did you wrong? No, okay. I've never been involved with a ginger. I can honestly say that. Not because I dislike gingers. I'm just saying it just lying? never came my way. Is he lying? No. Because how Don, do you know? Don, Don just looked up and went, yeah, whatever. I never, I've never been, I've never, I was, I was almost said that. I've never had an experience with a ginger. I've never been on a date with a ginger. You almost said what? Something that would upset my wife, so I won't say. Just the way you phrase things. What? Never been. What? Ben? Dot, dot, dot. Anyway. Oh, Ben um, Ben intimate with a ginger? Is that what you were about to say? Ben, no, ben I wasn't going to say that. I'm just saying Okay. I've never da- dated a ginger. All I just, right. I got nothing against them. Okay. Come on, Megan, man. you know, have at it yeah. there, baby. It's doing you're doing you right there. You, your life's so much better now that you're hooked up with a ginger. Well, me being an Irishman, uh, right. there's been an occasion that they've crossed my path before. <laughs> Last Were they shaking their shillelaghs? It has happened before, yes. It's also National Road Trip Day. I know that's something you love. I, I used to love I do, until yeah. I got old and just want to stay home and get off my lawn. <laughs> we we live next door to 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 a guy who was like that. Yeah, so oh really? Just oh, yeah, get off my lawn. Oh boy, was he ever? I am that guy now. He um, one one time we were playing football out front, and the football ended up in his yard, front yard, right? Not the backyard, front right. yard. And uh, I went over there to get it, and he wouldn't give it to me. Right. And I went back, and I told my World War II Popeye-armed grandfather. <laughs> um, he, 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 he said, son, where's the football? And I said, he's still got it. You stay here. I'll be right back. Wow, he went and got it, didn't oh, he? Oh, did he ever? Did he eat some spinach on the way? It never happened. Never, he never <laughs> held on to the football again. He was like, here, your football. Here's your football. He probably, I'm just not joking, but we did that Popeye swinging fist yeah, move, you know. Yeah. Do, 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 oh, yeah. Do, 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 do. No, he had those, he, he actually had the anchor <laughs> tattooed on both right. arms. He was World War II. Wow. Navy man, old, right. old nine, man. Uh, so anyway, that's all I got. It's and it was, Memorial and back Day then weekend. it was a straight Navy, so.
Right, there weren't any trains. There weren't dudes in dresses. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember the good old days when Navy guys all wore beards? They oh. had that tradition for a long time. My my brother was a chief petty officer with a full beard. Oh, yeah, man. They would let him wear them because it was very Navy. Mm-hmm. It was very nautical. Navy sure. guys out in, on, on the sea sure. for weeks and months. They grow their facial hair, and then at some yeah. point they stop that. He was on, and now it's dudes in dresses. He was on the first aircraft carrier that wow. we ever had, the very first one. It was a convert from World War One to World War Two, and it got sunk. Wow. Yeah, buddy. So I, he went through it. I will never forget, since you know we're talking about the military a lot this 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 day. Uh, I'll never forget. I my, my brother was on a, a transport, an LST, uh, out of Virginia Beach. And my dad and I would go. We, you could spend the night. They would let family members come and spend mm-hmm. the night for like a weekend or spend mm-hmm. the weekend. They'd go out just you know a little bit and come sure. back and kind of get a sense of things. And we were on uh, his boat, which I thought was pretty big. I've been around boats my whole life. LST is kind of a mid to small mm-hmm. size ship, naval vessel, but it's fairly still big. And my brother goes, "Hey, look at that!" And an aircraft carrier just slowly mm-hmm. went by us. And you look like you were a dwarf. And I've never seen one up. Uh, now big, Corpus, you know, but I've never seen one in my life. I was like 14. Yeah. And it was the largest moving thing I've ever seen. Well, in my, it's like a city. Yeah, well, they are a city. Yeah. They are. And, and even now, the Lex is small, much smaller compared to what we have now. Right, the, right. Oh, oh yeah. my God, what we have now, nuclear power and all that is just, whoa, this is ridiculous. It, it's amazing how magnificent human beings really can be, which is why, conversely, it's so odd how stupid we can also be. Well, that's <laughs> you know true. What I mean? Because I'm on a magnificent piece of equipment like that, a magnificent vessel like that right now, there are guys wearing earrings, you know. Well, and and dancing in dresses. (laughs) And dancing in dresses and doing drag shows in the mess. But when we come back, we're going to talk some more about the military. Sure, yeah. Where in Rhyme and Continue, KTSA. In an interesting passage in the Sermon on the Mount. And it is 8.06 with Where in Rhyme on KTSA. Long holiday weekend. Yes. Kind of a slowdown of a lot of stuff starts to happen after this. Yep. Which I'm okay with. I'm ready for a little bit of a break, a little slowdown and stuff. It's summer in San Antonio. Yeah. It's better than that, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I think of Memorial Weekend, <clears throat> I go back to uh, Sunday, May 29th, 1983. You want to mm-hmm. know what I was doing? What were you doing then? I was laying on the rocks at Lake Travis, mm-hmm. had the radio turned on, and I was listening to the Indianapolis 500. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> That was Nancy and I, that was kind of like one of our first dates. Mm-hmm. And we had gone up there to uh, just hang out at Lake Travis, listen to the race, which she could have cared less about racing at right. that time. But then after this, she fell in love with it. And um, it was a great day. Um, that was 40 years ago. Wow. 40. <laughs> 40, man. 40 years ago. <clears throat> I'm kind of backing into this, but mm. we all have our special memories of this weekend. And the reason I make that connection is because on that day, Sean, laying on those rocks, the sun beating down in Austin, Texas, listening mm. to my favorite sport of all sports, my favorite race of all races, right. listening to that, I had the realization that without the sacrifice of men and women who literally uh, willingly gave their lives. Right. I wouldn't be doing that. There's nothing you can do with freedom unless somebody gives their life to secure that freedom. Uh And um, before this country was even a country, men and women were willingly giving their lives for our freedom. They didn't know us, obviously. We're living 250 years later, right? And it continues to this day where they are over here at Fort Sam or they're at Arlington or they're at places all around this world where they gave their lives. Some of them are buried right there in the south of France. Right. And all of them knew, those those who gave their lives, they all knew what the sacrifice was all about. And most of them, many of them anyway, knew that they were not going to come back. Right. That they were literally not going to experience the freedom that they were securing for us. That they were willingly going to say, I'm giving it all up. Just right. like, you know, Jesus said, the greatest thing you can do is give your life, lay down your life for, for a friend. friend. Yeah. Which is exactly what they did. And so while I I never talked down, you know, going out and having a good time and laying on the rocks and listening to a race or, right. you know, cooking a hot dog or a hamburger. In fact, Sunday is greatest race day of the year. You've got the Monaco Grand Prix. You've got the Indy 500. You've got the Coca-Cola 600. And I will be at Cap's house. 
and he's going to be cooking all day, and we're going to be in the pool and out of the pool and eating his great food before I have to go to the football game for the Gunslingers. But none of that is possible. None of it is possible without the, the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice, the deaths of men and women in our armed forces throughout the years. Well, yeah, and, and it should be a joyful thought in a sense, a remembrance, yeah, of, of that sacrifice, because I live comfortably amongst the protected. You know, I mean, my whole life uh, it has been a, a, an act of free speech, which wouldn't exist if somebody else didn't die protecting it and c- making sure that it continues to exist. You know, I, it, to me, it's an act of courage when you sign the paper. When you sign the paper. When you sign the contract with the American, uh, with the American government and the military, what you are saying is, "I will die, uh, uh, if if need be. If need be, I will sacrifice my life for what all this is." You know, and there's a, I can't remember now who said it, but I this weekend I try to keep this thought in my head because yeah, we sh- I'm going to a baseball game Saturday night, going to a missions game, you know. I mean, that, to me that's the most American thing you, you can do. A bunch of Americans just hanging out watching the game, man. Going to be fireworks for Memorial Day uh later on. Somebody once said, uh, you know, because I've talked we we both have talked to a lot of vets. We say, "Well, how do you what is that like knowing that you could give up your life for for this country?" And they say, "I'll do it thankfully and willingly." So people can have hot dogs on Memorial Day. So people can watch baseball and 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 and, and races and stuff. But I, I, somebody said it to me once again. I don't know where this quote came from, but it's, hey, you know what? No problem, no worries. But be an American worth losing your, you know, somebody losing their life over. Be a country worth the sacrifice. You know, and that's uh, that's an important charge for all of us. And that's what gets me is that we're watching that go away yeah on, we are on purpose mm. not mm. not by accident right not by happenstance we're watching a designed move to take away freedoms mm. uh, of americans and the liberty of americans and it's not from the chinese and it's not from the nazis and it's not from the stalinists and it's not from right. mussolini's people that we're losing these freedoms uh we're losing them to our own people people to that americans were, yeah <laughs> People that we that were voted into power in this country right. are now literally desecrating the graves, the memories, and the lives of all those people. Right. Yeah. Um, I I I hold, as you well know, the current administration in the utmost contempt. Oh yeah. For any number of reasons. Uh, because I have two granddaughters, and I fear for the world that the country that they are growing up in, and that they will grow up in, and then have children in maybe one day, and your daughter, mm. and I fear for what that country looks like, and the freedoms that these people that we so uh, love and appreciate, who died to secure those freedoms, that they won't have those freedoms not not from an outside enemy, but but from an inside enemy that were duly elected in this country who are stealing those freedoms from them every day, and I do hold them in contempt. I believe for what they've done, uh, many of them should be in jail, and some of them should face a firing squad for Mm. what they're doing to this country. Um, But it's just amazing when you think about the sacrifice, and it was not anything that anybody made them do. They did it. Well, it's a choice to sign that paper. They're making a choice. And then they choose to live by that for the. I mean, you don't stop being a marine. You don't stop being oh. military. My brother was retired for twenty odd years, and he was still a navy guy to the day he died. It's, it's, <laughs> it's with you. That's who you are. Absolutely. And it, you know, when I think of what's going on with the military right now, yeah. and uh, you you say to a bunch of young people, because that's the other thing to remember is that most people sign that paper when they're young. They're just young yep. people, and you and I now are at a stage in life where we we know how young they are when they make that <laughs> make that you know that just that choice. Well, I I went down to sign up at seventeen. Right. <laughs> seventeen. Right. Right. That's young, man. That, yeah, young. Sitting here at fifty nine, you look back seventeen. You're a kid. Oh well, yeah, eighteen. My brother uh, <laughs> Kyle had my other brother forge my dad's yeah. name. He joined when he was sixteen. You know, he was going off to, to you know uh, boot camp. Yeah. Point being that you take a bunch of young people who have their entire lives ahead of them, yeah. and they have already made the very courageous and self-sacrificial choice that to give up their lives if duty requires it. Yeah. 
And you're going to make people of that caliber yeah. sit in a room and watch, you know, audio visuals of transphobia yeah. and all this LGBTQ crap and well, all this CRT crap. Right now they're doing... It's insulting Right to now they're sacrifice. doing drag shows. That's drag the, that's shows. That's the new thing at all. At Nellis Air Force Base and at you several know, others throughout the country, it's all about showing, you know, having drag queens come in and do lap dances for... Uh, enlisted men and, and, and it's, it's a big insulting. deal and and what's really insulting is is lloyd austin uh said to matt gates under oath the other day this is not something we support this is not something we do at the department of defense bull crap <laughs> you do it every day yeah. and that's what he and mark milley are are truly all about that's what i mean right. the, the enemy when i say the enemy is within that's that's those are the people i'm talking about right that are hell-bent on stealing any kind of future of liberty and freedom that our progeny is going to have right just getting rid of it all and to me mm. you know these tears are real because i to me give me liberty or give me death is not just a slogan it's not right. you know a bumper sticker right it's not yeah no i agree i agree and uh uh so it's important to live your life this weekend because that's what all these sacrifices Absolutely. were for. Absolutely. No, they they didn't die so you would sit in a room all weekend. And be and, sad. And, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. We take time, and and that's what my point of going to that football game Sunday is to to right. take that moment and have a moment of silence. Yeah. But the rest of the time, I'm going to ride my motorcycle and I'm going to go to the lake and to the river and I'm going to go to John Sadie's house, Linda Meyer house, and we're, we're going to have fun. That's the way to go about it, you know. So right. I, I again. It's 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 just something. It's like remembering who picked up the bar tab. You know, when you're yeah. at the bar, it's like remembering who bought the dinner. Remember, remember who who bought the grill. Remember who you know uh, uh, provides all this. And I I I, I think it's very. It, it can be very depressing when you start to realize how many young people. And I'll say it again. You got two different communities of young people that we're talking about here. A lot of folks that, that they're growing up in an educational educational system where the military is always bad. In the movies, who's the bad guy in movies today? Almost always. It's the military sure. guy sure. that wants to blow up the world. Well, you that's know. what this administration says. Yeah, or the cops who the, are bad cops. The, this yeah. administration says that that's who the worst terrorists are in this country. Right. Um, but I again, in a, in about a week or so, we're going to be thinking of June sixth, nineteen forty four, mm -hmm. and on that day, very young men, some of them cheated, and they were even younger than they were supposed yes. to be. Mm -hmm. Walt Disney was one of them, right? Who lied on how old he was so he could get into the military, and many did that. That because they, they do background checks in those no, days. No, no, <laughs> they, they had a sense of this, this is what I'm this right. is what I'm going to go do. But my point on on June sixth, we go back to many if not most of those guys knew that when they stepped out of that that uh, amphibious boat right that they were not going to survive because uh, they watched guys get mowed down and they they kind of knew you know this is going to be the end but yet they did it anyway yeah we, we don't have the, the time on this show but I, i'm going to get into this a little deeper and that my my daughter's grandfather was one of those guys and uh I, you know th there are fewer and fewer and fewer of them they're all pushing 100 101 102 yeah. years of age if they're with us still yeah. and you look at what that generation did my grandfather what they did on, on that on. day i showed right? you the ship yes. my grandfather was on. on what they did on that day Absolutely. could you imagine fast forwarding in their minds to where we are now. Drag queen story hour. Oh, just all, that, space. the border, yeah. just all of it, Ukraine, right. what they would, what those young people would have thought of that. All right, quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. KTSA. Wesley is a truck driver. I drive a truck and I love it. Come on. It's <laughs> your thing. You do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. <laughs> mm. So, my question for you. Yes. Are they trying to destroy Target? Are they are they literally like 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 with Bud Light? Like they did with Bud Light. It's a, it's a, it's a dead brand. Are they trying right. Check this story out. The newest thing just came out 5 minutes ago about Target. What? Target of course with all the tucking stuff and the binding stuff. <laughs> oh, Tuck friendly. For, for 4 and 5 month old children. Oh, we, God. You want to tuck your 5 month old penis so ah. it doesn't have a bulge while he's wearing the girl's bathing suit. In, in play you school, know, right. I, I'm not even hiding it anymore. I'm just going to say it like oh, it no, is. I agree. Be direct. Be yes. direct so that people understand. You're going to you you're going to take your 5 month old daughter and put her in a bathing suit and bind her non-existing breasts. <laughs> That's just so bizarre. Okay. 
That's what Target's doing, right? Right. Well, they've lost $9.3 billion in market value. But wait, it gets better. Target Corporation is now announcing that they're partnering with a K-12 education group for which focuses on getting districts to adopt policies that will keep parents in the dark on their child's in-school gender oh, transition. Excellent. Providing sexually explicit uh. books to schools for free and integrating gender ideology at all levels of curriculum in public schools. It's called Gleason, G-L-S-E-N, leads the movement in creating affirming and anti-racist spaces for LGBTQIA, (laughs) 2AAABA plus students. I can't even keep up with it, man. We are proud Mm -hmm. of 10 years plus of collaboration with Gleason Uh. and continue to support their mission, calling for gender ideology to be integrated in all classes, even math. It provides educators instructions on how they can make math, math, math more (laughs) inclusive of trans and non-binary identities. Oh, God. So one inch plus two inches equals how many inches? Equals swish. Thank you. (laughs) Not with three inches. Well, you know. And another example. You wouldn't be all that popular down the strip. You're not going to be all that popular uh, three inches on the gay crosswalk there. Uh In another example, (laughs) recommended that teachers intervene if students are making graphs about sex and gender to ensure it includes the ideology supported by Gleason. Uh, So anyway, bottom line is Target has decided to team up with this organization. And this organization pushes the idea that if Johnny goes to school and wants to live as Joanne, right. they're for it. And, and don't tell the parents. Keep it from the parents. Well, number one, when did giving kids porn stop being illegal? I guess it's, it's perfectly fine now, depending on the context. As long as you do it in a, in a classroom, right, or a school library, it's okay. And secondly, Target, why don't you just lock the doors, man? Just lock the doors now. <laughs> Turn off the lights. Yeah. You know, are they not paying attention at all? I mean, this is astounding. I was reading yesterday about North Face. Uh, I was yeah. just in Colorado, man. Yeah. Everybody, they've got freaking underwear that's North Face yeah. in that state. Right. And, 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 and what is that? It, for it's, people it's, who don't it's a clothing line that is for hikers right. and, you know, people who are outdoorsy. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a brand name. It's kind of the Gucci. Like a, like a Patagonia. Yeah, yeah, it's the Gucci brand mm-hmm. of, of people that are outdoorsy and hike and camp and all that happy crap. Or right. ski. It's got a lot of ski gear, gear and stuff like that. It's big in Colorado. You see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they've decided to pull out a drag queen uh in a new video promoting north uh north face stuff and uh obviously people are upset cat Timp was brilliant on gutfeld last night which is increasingly I, i've actually stopped watching a lot of fox yeah, news in the past few i don't weeks. watch them. it's really i'm i'm watching more baseball and more cooking shows for yeah. some reason but cat Timp is on and she's like who who camps of that community who does the most camping lesbians lesbians are outdoorsy they love to camp you know they love uh, uh, living in rvs if they put a lesbian on their video everybody would go oh okay <laughs> but instead but, it's but a drag gotta, queen. Gotta, gotta, it's gotta, yeah. and this is what i'm saying this is why drag uh, you know pride month is going to be insufferable this year because really if you if you want to be completely secular here the gay community have just lost their own pride month because it ain't about gay people. It's about trans. Well, it's That's what it's uh, about. Uh, now, trans is the face of the gay and lesbian community. Right. And this whole month is just going to be people trying to freaking outwoke each other with the trans trip. So I don't know if you've and s- no one's going to give a crap about the guy just going to work uh, paying his bills who's a gay dude. I don't know if you've seen the uh, videos now, but there are people, and I... I don't encourage this, but people are going around and they're tearing down, literally walking into Targets and tearing down those those displays. Right. Ripping don't them do down, that. putting them on the ground. Right, yeah. yeah. Right. I understand that frustration. But, but this is the point we're at. Right. This is where we are, that people feel here's, – here's what it is. People feel hopeless or feel like there's nothing they can do about this group, Right. Right. And so, the, you know, I can only go if I, the only thing I could do, because nobody's listening to me, I'll then go in there and tear down their stuff, right? Right, right. Which is obviously not the way you handle this. But uh, with, with a, you know, information is power. 
And the way you stop what Target is doing now, inserting themselves between parents and right. child yeah, by giving money insanity. to this group that says schools should not, you know, tell their kids what, what's going on in the school or tell their parents what's going on in the school, then you just stop shopping. At par- do, don't go to Target. Yeah, do not go, go to Target. Do the don't. Bud Light trip. I mean, the Bud Light, That's it. really, but the whole Bud Light Shut thing. Shut them down created a template for for how to handle yeah. stuff like this because it ain't about whether you buy north face or whether you buy at target or whether you buy the beer it's the statement of actively not just participating do and not consuming their product just say you know what yeah and, and and by the way i'll say to the gay community if you're pissed off if you're in a gay community and you're mad like you're saying yeah that their whole thing has been taken over you guys in the gay community stay out of target yeah this is, this is just not a conservative white man saying stay I, out of target i'm saying all across Across the board, right. for black people who put God first in their lives right. over and over again, don't go to Target. Do not walk in that joint. Stay well, out. And, I, and you bring up an interesting point, and I, and I think this can, is... Can you hold it till after the break? Oh, yeah. Would you mind? Let's do it when we get back. Okay. Yeah. Let's spend some time on this. All right. Uh, Noble Gold Investments at noblegoldinvestments.com. Noblegoldinvestments.com is for you to learn about investing in gold. We sit here and we talk about all this nuttiness going on all the time. And it sure is crazy when you consider what's going on in the stock market and you consider what's going on in real estate and all those kinds of things. And while you may have stocks and bonds in a 401k, and that's a good thing, you know, or you may have real estate, and that's an even better thing to balance all that portfolio out. If you're missing out on precious metals like gold and silver, you're missing out on a fully balanced and diversified portfolio. And your friends at noblegoldinvestments.com will teach you the ins and outs of investing in uh, gold and silver, actually having gold and silver that you hold in your hands that you can use to buy something at some point. They'll teach you what it's uh, all about. And then uh, if you want to make that purchase, you can make it, make it right there online, noblegoldinvestments.com. Be sure you use my name as your promo code because i got great discounts for you if you do. That's noblegoldinvestments.com, promo code WARE, W-A-R-E. In an interesting passage in the Sermon on the Mount, Air and Rima. Yeah, Funky Friday. Yeah. KTSA. Yeah. How about a little Jungle Boogie? Huh? Jungle Boogie. That'll kick your Friday in the right place. Morgan's chair dancing, man. Come like on. Like a badass. All right. Wind it up, fellas. Give me some Jungle Boogie. Go. Got a guy in the background shrieking. Yeah. You know why? Because Jungle Boogie makes you feel so good. I don't know. I got, uh, thanks to my buddy Grant, I got some new heating pads for my boogie. Because mm. uh, my boogie uh, aches every now and again if I stand too long. Turn it back up. I want some more boogie. Jungle Boogie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what we're going to have to have after this, Jimmy, in just a minute? We're going to have to have some big Bertha butt. Okay. Big Bertha's butt. Yeah, we're going to, Jimmy, can we do that after this? Big Bertha's butt? We're going we to boogie on this? Big Bertha's All butt. All right. Yeah. That's the Jimmy Cantor group, remember? You, we pulled that one out a couple of weeks ago. So before you go back into the Target and the whole world's going to hell thing you were doing before the bottom of the hour, we wanted to get back to that. Um, real quick, I just have to ask Don. They've been queuing it up and working on it since 6 o'clock this morning, so... Have they crashed on 35 North to screw up my morning? Yes. Since they, were, <laughs> they, plan, they plan that. They start yes. planning at about 5 a.m. So. Well, uh, no. Okay, good. At this, now, I, I, I hate to say anything because I'm, I'm going to jinx you. Hold on. Let me knock jinx. on some wood. All right, go ahead. I'm knocking wood. Stay away from Rima's head. You just knocked yes. on my head. Yes. <laughs> the only issue on 35 northbound yes. at this point is in San Marcos. Oh, uh, well. Which is a mess. They're doing all that construction yes. up there around 205. Well, where aren't they doing construction? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. You know, but, you know, it seems like uh, that area around exit 205, um, they've got some Well, I'm not going, going up on. there. Right. But other than that, uh, you should be okay. I don't know if you noticed it this morning, but when I was coming in, like, I come in middle of the night. Yes. Literally. And the traffic on southbound 35 was insane. Really? Insane. Wow. With everybody getting out of Dodge, headed to the Texas coast for this weekend. Insane traffic this morning. Right, so. right. There was a lot of it. All right, so well, where we'll were see. you and what were you oh, doing? Oh, just a final note on that. We were talking about Pride Month. We were talking about all this tranny stuff yeah. and Target. Well, and he's going to talk about a book, right? You got a book. Oh, uh, God, a book. Uh, about all this stuff, right? Yeah, because we got to make sure the kids uh, get all the sex no. books. No, it's not about that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. 
Something can, I'll leave the tranny stuff to you guys. <laughs> Thanks. You're, you're both experts at this point. <laughs> Card-carrying yeah, members yeah, of the exactly. tranny club. We're yeah. getting there. Yeah. Well, I made, the, I made the point that, you know, if you're, you know, like just like biological women uh, are starting to increasingly stand up and say, hey, you know, you can't just take my history. You can't just take my struggle. You just can't take my biology. You just can't take my sports. Uh, you're erasing biological women, something you've been saying for a long time. And, and the, the, I think the strongest voices in that fight are biological women who are ready to stand up and say, enough. Same thing with the CRT stuff. The most powerful voices we hear on the air and off the air are who? Black people, black voices, black parents that call up, black, hardworking black people that call up and say, I'm not a victim. I'm not raising my kid to be a victim. I hate this stuff. So I think another voice, you know, we talk about what you can do and be vocal and how you vote and where you buy, you spend your dollar, where you don't. And that's all great. Mm-hmm. But the people who really have the most impact in these situations, in these controversies, if you are, these movements, are the people of those communities. Gay people have lost their month. Gay people have, folks who are not walking around with glitter all over the place and feather boas up their ass, who are just paying their bills uh, there are conservative gay folks, there are libertarian gay folks, even liberal gay folks should be looking at this trans movement the same way biological women are looking at the sports thing. They're taking your entire legacy. June is not going to be about you. June is not going to be about the gay person who just gets up and goes to work. It's going to be about the trans guy. It's going to be about pronouns. It's going to be about locker rooms and bathrooms. And I think gay people should be more pissed off and make their voices heard. Even worse than that, um, because a lot of the gay people that I know, they don't even care about having a month. It's not even like, I I need a month to to validate who I am. Are you kidding me? So it's not even about that. What it is about is, when America thinks of a gay person, that's who he sees. Right. He sees that, that drag queen fool yeah. doing stupid stuff in a school. Right. Or he sees the guy who says he's a girl and right. walks into the girl's bathroom and takes his junk out in front of girls and gets excited in front of girls on purpose. That's what people now think of as a gay person. Right, right. Because they have co-opted that whole deal. And so... That's what gay people really ought to be upset about. That's not me. Well, and a lot of them are. That's what I'm saying. They are, and they're not. You know, more they, so than losing yes, a month because yes. who cares? I don't get a month. Big freaking whoop. But what matters is you are slandering who I am. That's not who I am. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I, I'm just reminded of something from years ago, and this was like ten years ago. And this person has since moved on, so it's like I'm not telling tales out of church here. But I once knew a guy. Uh, it was a gay man, and you wouldn't know he was gay unless you asked him or, or he told you. He was a very masculine dude. He's more masculine than I am, actually. Uh, and uh, his whole thing was, I don't want it to be part of the conversation. I don't, I don't want to have to start every conversation with, I'm gay. Okay? And I, was, I thought that was a great point. But uh, I remember, you know, hanging out with this person, and he's like, you know, I don't do a lot of partying outside. I don't have any cookouts. And I'm like, why, why don't you? It's, you know, summertime. It's beautiful. He says, look over there. And he pointed. There's an elementary school just behind his house. And he said, I'm a gay man in America who lives next to an elementary school. So, no, I don't do anything outside. In other words, he was worried and always concerned about being perceived as somebody who was grooming or oh, somebody who was had in proximity to an elementary school. Yeah. He was concerned about that because he's not that, and he didn't want people thinking he was that. Right. To the extent to where he was very restrained as far as what kinds of stuff he did outside when he had friends over, even by himself. And that comes to my mind now when I think about how all these drag idiots and these Democrats – are, are forcing this crap on kids, and they're right. forcing it into the elementary schools. And if you're somebody who's just trying to live your life, you have to deal with well, this. Well, what happens is, and it's, it's any segment of society or any group or club that you're in, un, uh, unfortunately, you are defined by the wackos in your club. Yes, yeah, or of any you, group, really. That's, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So a lot of times... <clears throat> Christians, I, you know, I am an evangelical Christian. Right. I believe Jesus Christ died for my sins and he rose again. And because he ma- paid that sacrifice, I'm going to heaven. Right. I believe that. But there are others who call, you know, call themselves Christian or take the name of Christ. And they're whack jobs. Yeah. 
But yeah. when the outside world looks at a Christian, they see them and go, all you guys are like that. That's You're precisely. all a bunch of idiots. I want precisely. nothing to do with you. Right. Precisely. It's it's that public perception. And I, I suspect and we're all, defined by the wackos. Yes. I, I suspect there's all kinds of gay people out there who hate this stuff and who for whom, you know, they think they're being characterized as that. Uh, and and I, I in general I think people have just reached the saturation point across the board. Well, you know they have. The they're going into Target and tearing the stuff yeah, down. People are you know, done. I'm done man. with this. You know, I'm going to tear the th- the stuff down. Yeah, you know? it, it's so overplayed. And and I say this a lot too. A lot of folks like me who would be normally supportive of folks just living their lives are being shoved away by well, this stuff. Well, so what happened was we used to live in a society that was live and let live. Yeah, but then the nut jobs decided no. We don't want you to live and let live anymore. You will be forced with me in your face. You you will be forced to believe what I believe. You will be forced to acknowledge me. You will be forced to whatever. Right. And instead of live and let live, they, the whack jobs, violated our space and started to shove it in our faces. That's what happened. We oh, yeah. For the longest time in this country, it's like, hey, you're an adult. Yeah, you know, do do your thing. It's your thing. Do what you want to do. The song that we just played, right. but not anymore. They won't have it. They won't stand for that. Well, they anymore. they want the reaction, right? You're not somebody who wants to just be left alone to live your life. No, they don't. If you're shaking your junk around in a kid's locker room uh, or, or a YMCA or... Or if you're a dude dressing up like a girl, drag queen, and you're going to a school and giving a lap yeah. dance to a seven-year-old boy. Yeah. Okay. You want to be left alone, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> you want to live and let live? Are you kidding me? Right. You're trying to get a reaction. Ah. And they're going to get it. Yeah, they, they are <laughs> starting to get, get it, yeah. yes. All right, uh, Lifestyles Unlimited, financialfreedomlivestream.com, and you can go over there this weekend and take a little time this weekend and learn the ins and outs of investing in real estate. When you begin investing in real estate, you start to realize a couple of things. First of all, real estate is always going to be around because people always have to have a place to live, right? And But you, you also start to realize, ah, man, there are certain principles I need to know to be able to win in this game of real estate, you know? When is the best time to buy? Where is the best time to buy? How do I arrange for the financing? How do I get my payments down to a super low amount or have no payments at all? That can be done as well. Your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited through FinancialFreedomLivestream.com will teach you these principles to put in place to start making money on day one to where you can retire in five years or less if you're willing to work their program then you can get there just log on today be sure you use my name as your promo code there's discounts like crazy if you do financialfreedomlivestream.com the promo code is where w-a-r-e tired of garage clutter garage organization can organize